It's the Greg and Dan Show podcast. Rolling. And I'm Kelch. Let me play something for you real quick. It's uh, it's my box of rocks. Yeah. I'm losing my marbles, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I got a box of rocks. Greg's and, box of rocks. And through, uh, through the windows that are just superiorly uh, designed. designed and insulated, <laughs> we hear the jackhammers of progress out there. The J-O-P's. Listen to the rhythm of the fallen jackhammers. <laughs> now, uh, isn't uh, the rhythm of the city, isn't there a rhythm of the city song too? Yeah. The rhythm, I've, uh, the rhythm of the city, that where it starts with jackhammers. Or is that Hot Town, <clears throat> Summer in the City, Back of My Neck Getting Dirt and Gritty? That song. You know that song? Yeah. That's a good I'm one. I'm trying to think of another song That's similar to that. I can I can The feel sounds it. of the city. I can feel it. So it makes us feel like we're uh, broadcasting from a very fancy, big downtown place. Well, we are downtown. I don't think we're big and fancy, but it's fun. And I like talking big to you guys. Big and fancy. I like talking to you guys. That was the original name of the Greg and Dan yeah. show, Big and Fancy. <laughs> I was the big, Dan was the fancy. <laughs> Hey, I'm losing weight, so is my nickname go from Big Papa to Not-So-Big Papa? Did we already talk about that? I like Medium Papa. Medium Papa sounds great to me. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not the Extra I'll, medium? I'll let you know when I... <laughs> I thought he said Meaty Papa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that. I'm still that. That but too. But let me, let me, let me, uh, let, me uh, let you know when I think I'm at Medium Poppy. Okay. Papa. Poppy. Yeah, I know. I think you should just completely medium change poppy. medium poppy. On a previous <laughs> podcast, we talked about athletic shorts. Yes. I, I must bring it back. My lovely wife, Yvonne, you know her, you love her, uh, can't get enough of her. The other day, <laughs> for Father's Day, she bought me a pair of shorts. Now, technically, these aren't athletic shorts, but I got to tell you, boys, something. I've seen these advertised on the uh, on the Facebook there, and or a style like them. So they're shorts, they're they're elastic waistband, so they're kind of with a drawstring, but underneath, inside, they have a inside compression short like built in underwear. Nice. It is extremely comfortable. Oh, it's lovely. Is it, it like is a lovely. cushion? Yes, it's yeah. like a cushion for your tushion. It is all good inside <laughs> over there. It is great. It, seriously, it, uh, they, uh, but she bought them at Kohl's. They, they're, they're worth buying. They're worth buying. I told her to go buy me another pair. All right. They're, just a hint from me to you guys. All just, right. I'm just telling you. It's not like a low basket. It's more like, a, it's more like compression shorts. Wow. Medium poppy feeling good. Yeah, medium poppy <laughs> feeling real good. <laughs> All right, what's on your mind today, Mr. Caleb Kelch, producer <laughs> oh, of the Dragon Show? Right. What was your favorite cartoon as a child? Oh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I was a big Bugs Bunny fan. I was a pretty big Bugs Bunny fan too. The whole Bug Bunny family, Bug, Bun- <laughs> yeah. Bug Bunny, yeah. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> no, no, no. When he, when he originally started, he was Bug Bunny, and then then they started calling him Bugs. Bugs. <laughs> Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Yosemite Sam. Yep, that whole. That whole, the, the, the guy that, uh, that went out and guarded the, the sheep, mm-hmm. the sheep dog guy and the, and the wolf. I love those guys. Yep. All of the, I don't know, what, who's, was that Hanna-Barbera? Yeah. 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 I loved all of that. The Tasmanian Devil? Ta- oh, I love the Tasmanian Devil. Pepe yep. Le Pew. Uh, what about uh, what about Speedy Gonzalez? Was he that group? Yeah, and uh, Yosemite Sam. Yep. Oh, yeah. The Bugs Bunny cheer song? 
No, go. Bricker bracker, fire bracker, sis, boom, ba, Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, ra, ra, ra. Pretty good, Dan. I don't know what that's great. That's great. It could be completely wrong, and I won't know the difference because no, I don't it was remember. In one that. of the episodes, was that when Bugs Bunny uh, dressed up like a woman? Uh, no, no. Okay. Oh, I remember. He did that. that a lot. Yeah, Bugs Bunny dressed up like a woman a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, then other cartoons I liked. Um, uh, I'll tell you one I hated. To this day, I get angry thinking about oh, it. Oh, Doug! He hates Doug. Oh, I do hate Doug. But that wasn't the one. <laughs> that wasn't the one. That's more modern, right? Yeah. That was yeah, when my kids were watching like Doug. Early 2000s. No, no. The one that I hated was Mr. Magoo. For God's oh. sakes, buy some glasses, you <laughs> idiot. Just get some glasses. He was blind, and everything had to do with him not understanding stuff because he was blind. Gosh darn it. That well, I have to say this, though. Uh, Bugs Bunny, because that was growing up, and it was all on the Ray Rayner show, uh, but uh, which was a morning show for kids. In Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I would have to say the best cartoon by far is SpongeBob. Me too. Can't beat SpongeBob. SpongeBob is an absolutely wonderful TV show or yeah. cartoon show or whatever, yeah. animated show. It's crazy. And I used to like The Simpsons, and I still think they're great. I never yeah. watch it, though. I never yeah. watch it. What, uh, for you, what is it? Scooby-Doo, hands down. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it enough. Yeah, I yeah. Scooby-Doo. love Scooby-Doo. I just love the concept of, of it because it's, right. it's silly. It's, yeah, it's, predict- uh, and it's, there's comfort in the predictability of yeah. it. And they you were always, always going to find to the bad guy. hang out and get stoned and whose who's van was that? Shaggy. Yeah. Shaggy's yeah. van. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy was a stoner. No doubt. Oh, oh, big time. Oh, 100%. Hands down. <laughs> yeah, he... I, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's interesting. When I was young, I obviously, as a, as a little child, discovered Scooby-Doo because, especially in my generation, it was very popular, uh, kind of a resurgence of the popularity. And it's it, I discovered from the older cartoons of Scooby-Doo uh, that Casey Kasem was... Sure, legendary uh, broadcast. Yes, and uh, like growing up, especially in junior high, I kind of discovered that, and I was like, "Man, that's cool!" Because I I had heard of Casey Kasem and everything, so I actually did like a project on him, uh, and and I wrote like a a paper and did like a presentation on Casey Kasem, and just how cool I thought he was and yeah, everything, and, was and, cool. and his voice just like yeah. just a legendary voice what he was able to do with, with broadcasting, and so uh, growing up, I kind of realize my infatuation with scooby-doo has mainly to do with casey, casey Kasem, Kasem yeah. and, and it, it's ironic because now i work in in radio so. now was he the voice <laughs> of uh shaggy shaggy was he also the voice of the dog or no no um okay. i can't think of his name okay. but i can see his but he face. was shaggy yeah, and he did he a lot of cartoon work all yes, over he did. the place yeah yes he yeah. was very t- and he did some of the villains too i would on love Scooby-Doo. that's one of danny knows this that's one yeah. of my un un I haven't done it. Oh, one of my dreams is I would love to do animation voice. I would Being love a to voice do actor. You'd be so good at it. I would love to yeah. do it, but you can't do it living in Peoria. You got to be somewhere else. Yeah. Nowadays, I think you could though, because a lot of you that stuff. So? As long as you have like a good home studio, yeah. And someone would obviously be like video chat, right. video chatting you and everything. You could easily right. do it from home. I'll pay you ten bucks. You get that done for me. Okay. Give you we'll set up bucks. a Fiverr account for okay. you. Okay. Let's do a Fiverr account. You know what yeah. Fiverr is, Danny? <clears throat> no. Fiverr is a an app website service it's, an app. it's a service. website yeah, yeah it's a service service where you sign up you sign up and go uh, this is me you you would place your resume out there like your profile yeah your profile i do let's i'll go to your sports strengths 
I, my name is Dan Diorio. I've been a play-by-play and, and uh, sports announcer for 36 years. Yeah. I'd be happy to uh, uh, cover your high school game or whatever. You can do voiceovers. You can do voiceover yep. work. You can get hired for, well, you can do a lot. I mean, it has nothing to do with broadcasting yeah. in particular. It could be that you knit socks. Yeah. It's like, I knit socks. It's and, literally anything and everything. And people go, well, I'll pay you 10 bucks for socks. And yep. you'll say, yes or no. No, you'll say, uh, 20 bucks. Okay, 15. Okay. And then you, you, you go back and forth. And it's an ability for, it's, it allows people who are, really gig-oriented people to get jobs all over the world yep. and for people to find people to do that. Wow. So my daughter's a, a graphic designer. She could easily mm-hmm. go on there and say, uh, I'll do your logo for you for $200 yep. or whatever. But you and, really I, cool. you and I and Caleb being in this business would be easy to go on there and go, oh, certainly. hey, I'll voice over your... Oh, no your commercial kidding. or yeah. whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, I actually I have a Fiverr account and and I do I've done a few voiceover things, but I do a lot of like editing for people, mm-hmm. and I I really like it. Like, uh, you know, I get some good money occasionally, which is kind of nice. And and I I have a good friend of mine from college that he, uh, that's like his job is he just does a bunch of stuff on Fiverr. He's a musician, so he will play. Uh, he he will record different things, uh, for interested individuals and then he will also uh produce uh for people he'll edit whatever they need it's really cool i have a dream of uh recording things for disinterested individuals i'm not interested in you (laughs) i will just send it to them and they'll say i'm not interested i don't care i'm sending it to you what What is a home (laughs) studio cost these days not much yeah yeah to be honest uh i could i could talk about this all day long i love this talk so especially, let's talk about podcasts since we're on a podcast, right? right? A podcast specifically. I really, really get irritated when people think, or what, rather when people say, okay, well, if you start a podcast, you need to get a really expensive mic and a huge setup. No, do not do that. Wow. The exact he, opposite. He went, he went Mr. Magoo on us right <laughs> The exact opposite. In fact, I would say, obviously don't get just some run-of-the-mill mic that you bought on the black market or something don't do that mm-hmm. but you can get it you can get a good mic from anywhere from like 50 to 75 dollars uh you can get it at guitar center you can get it at uh on sweetwater.com which is a great site i use a lot you could get it even amazon if you wanted to walmart sometimes has car, some good stuff I got some mics in my yeah car. yeah out of greg's car uh <laughs> wherever you get it you know as long as you think it's a trusted source but you can get a good mic in in a pretty good like just home setup uh, you maybe some speakers you don't need anything large just a small set of speakers, speakers. For? uh just maybe for back. yeah editing process and all okay. that i always think speakers are good that way uh, you're not just because here's the thing like you can listen through your computer you can listen through headphones uh which i do a lot but i also have speakers i really like to use okay. and those speakers allow me I, I typically use the speakers at the end of my editing phase so that way i can really hear okay this is what's going out over air this is what's sure, going out sure. on on the web and this is kind of what the final product right. is and you're hearing the stereo mix not just like a mono mix what is the so, so the microphone goes right into your laptop it can. It can. It can. And do you or you need... could have um, you could have a mixer that then have a USB port sure. to your laptop. What? What? You know. And all do kinds you need of stuff. Uh, uh, soundproof stuff? How do you, How do you keep it from sounding hollow? So that is great. When it comes to your home studio, I would highly suggest, especially if you don't want to invest or simply don't have the funds to do so, like myself, um, especially like with moving and all that, being a young person. Um, 
you can you can put up you can actually buy cheap foam and you can put that up or a lot of times cloth sheets and all that you can put them up uh, and you, you can just hang it up and it will actually protect kind of that absorbing that uh, in your home studio which is really nice so you just uh, kind of jerry rig it any way you yeah. need to right? super simple yeah. uh, uh craig collins you know the afternoon <laughs> yeah, yeah. afternoon show um he he has a great home studio I, I've, I've seen it and yeah. it's it's really cool and you can definitely tell he's put a lot of money into it and everything right. and, and i've got a little setup in my house and um it, it's you know it's it's nothing crazy but over time you will invest because you'll start to grow right. but when you're starting like no need do to. not no need yeah. to go crazy because here's the thing you're starting you're getting used to it it's not going oh. to be great and, and that's way, okay and by the way for podcasts just as a heads up uh, for all you beginning podcasters uh, you're going to make zero money oh yeah yeah there's no, no zero zero money so yeah. if you think you're getting the money back you're wrong i have the perfect place for a podcast at my house in i have a really nice ceramic walk-in shower I'm sure that will sound great in there. It will sound Real good. Great in there. And you won't have to worry about the equipment getting wrong. No, sounds from my shower. <laughs> yeah. Sounds from my shower. That will be what I'll record in there. Honestly, we'll that would be great. That would be a cool ASMR podcast. Yes, it would be. I know it would be. All right, what else, man? That's good. I like all right, it. sorry. I love that topic. I no, think. that's a good topic. I can talk about Dan, all day. Dan long. and I are going to go into the uh, broadcasting business someday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you trying to be better at in life? You guys know me, and that list is pretty big most days. <laughs> These days, I'm trying to be better at being alone. Mm. I'm not good at being alone. I'm not good at it. But circumstances of my life right now are such that I am alone in the afternoon hours quite a bit. And I'm trying to get better at handling that feeling. I don't love it. I don't love it yet. Uh, there's some freedom to it. I get things done that I've been putting off for a long time. But uh, at the same time, I'm anxious about it. I'm anxious about it. And then when I'm not alone, I, I tend to be uh, excited. I'm like the dog that Dan describes as I've come back from the grocery store. I jump all over the people that come in the house. Dan, I'm like, hey, welcome back. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? What's going on, man? I, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so that's what I'm working on these days, trying yeah. to be alone. That's Dan, good. what about you? What are you trying to be? I don't know. He's trying to be, I don't Just know. Just be better at <clears throat> time. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I don't mean and to growing be, time. I, I don't mean to be melancholy about this, and, I, I don't, and it's not melancholy. But the fact of the matter is, uh, time is fleeting. Am I doing a Rocky Horror movie uh, line? Isn't that the, from is the, it? let's I do the time warp, uh, time warp again? I think so. Time is fleeting. And something, something, whatever. Um, Love that. Uh, it's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> but but I know I don't have endless time. Yeah. I don't have endless time. Oh, speaking of which, may I? In, will you guys indulge me I'll for indulge. a second? Indulge. We indulge. You're getting better at indulging, Dan. Yep. So that works out great. <laughs> there is a man that I met several years ago. He is a uh, artist. He um, creates art pieces that you see, visual art. Uh, his name is Athlone Clark. He is from Jamaica originally. He is a wonderful man. I met him here in uh, Peoria at the Fine Art Fair a number of years ago. He wrote a piece yesterday that was just so thoughtful. And so it's about the creative process. And he talked about how he's running out of time. I remain hungry, mostly because I have so many ideas and yet so little time, relatively speaking. I'd say he's generally 
my age and Dan's age-ish, yeah. maybe a little younger. My constant yearning is to manifest all of my ideas, but it does not seem likely. These days, I spend as much time as possible in my cluttered, tiny, paint-scented studio. And yes, when I'm there, I lose track of time as I'm immersed in a kind of therapy and catharsis that only few can fully understand. These days, I'm committed to attracting only those who also happen to be looking for me, consciously or subconsciously. In the words of my son, don't chase, attract. Hmm. I wrote that down. Don't chase, attract. attract. Anyway, that. he talked about the fleeting part of time. I have a million you know, things I want to do in my life still. A million of them. I don't have time to it. I, I, I won't get to them. I won't get to them because I'm an older guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not 90, but, but still, the time is, is, is not infinite. You know, I, I have I have two thoughts on that. I, th I think I don't one, have time for your thoughts. Man. <laughs> I think I one thing, yeah, yeah, real go. funny. I think one thing is, uh, you know, and he's kind of describing it in a way. He alludes to the fact that art is kind of its own form of time. It in is. a way as well. It is. It absolutely and and is. I completely agree agree with that. And and it's it's actually it makes the world of art and, and music even more beautiful. Here's the, the weird part about the art that I think we create, you, me, Dan, and this broadcast of not only this podcast but our radio show I'm yeah. talking about, is it, is it is art to me, but it is also completely dictated on time. Yes. Unbelievably. Literally. Unbelievably, time is at its core of it. Yes. Because we start a radio program at the same time, we have to end it at the same time, we have commercials to well, play at the same time. if you think about it, without time, we wouldn't have a show. Right, right, right. Yeah. It'd just be, whatever, well, I don't know what it would be. It would be nothing. A mess. It would be a mess. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, is it carries over, and especially if you've done, we've both done rock radio, mm -hmm. that you could back time. So at 10 after the hour, songs, what you're going to say, you got it all done so it goes right up at, you know, 12 straight. Yeah. You back time life. When someone goes, hey, we got to be somewhere at six. Hey, why don't we? You're like, nope, not enough time. We don't have time to do what you think we have time to do. Yeah. Yes. We say that, Dan and I say that to people in our lives all the time. And yeah. I'm sure you do too. Oh, certainly. Because people are overestimate what they can do in yeah. a certain window of time. Yeah. It's like, no, no. You know it takes 20 minutes to drive there. Exactly. exactly. Right. Well, especially here. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, and, and then on time, it's like if you're waiting for someone, you're like, I didn't say 202, I said two. <laughs> so funny you would say that. Yvonne was just telling a story the other day. She was reminiscing with our son mm -hmm. about me and her visiting her grandmother in Detroit. Yeah. She told her grandmother, who was living in this, all, this little house by herself, she'd lived there for 40 years or something. She was quite old and didn't move around very well. She said that we would be there at two. We got there at two. We knocked on the door, and Grandma came to the door in her night clothes, in her pajamas. And her grandma looked at Yvonne and said, "Oh, you you meant two? Because <laughs> in, in Grandma's world, nobody ever did exactly yeah. the six o'clock. Yeah. Two meant, two was probably three. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and that's that, funny. That, that is super funny. That is that's funny. funny. You know. Okay, so to tackle the elephant in the room of being the young person in this room, who in a way, time is not fleeting. I would like to say that isn't time technically fleeting for us all in a very dark spin? Because yes, it is. Oh, it is. because yes, you it just is. you never know when but, the lights are going to oh, turn no, out. That, you never know. Absolutely true. And and I think first I of all, can I can I just 
conjure up an image for a second? Yeah. Dan and I are the elder ele- elephants, like the ones that go slow, but <laughs> yeah. we, know, we know some stuff. And you're the younger one that's still full frisky stuff and running around <laughs> and yeah. squirting people with your hose, with your, tr- your trunk, your, your trunk, not your hose, your trunk. <laughs> with your trunk. my hose. And, like, and like, mom, dad, mom, dad, look at this, look at this. Yeah. And then mom and dad like, God, that kid's killing us. <laughs> Uh, then the other thing is, somebody explained this to me. As you get older, time does have the perception of being going quicker, right? Yeah. Somebody explained to me why that phenomenon exists. So I'm going to give it to you as simply as I can understand it. Okay. When you are 10, a year is one-tenth of your life. When you are 60, a year is one sixtieth of mm-hmm. your life. It is smaller in percentage and thereby feels like it goes faster. And as you age, age, it gets getting smaller, 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 smaller. I don't know if that's accurate, but it makes sense to me. I believe it. That makes sense. I, I completely believe it. But you're right. The lights can go out anytime. The lights yeah. can go out, uh, you know, uh, God forbid. Yeah. We used to work with a woman, uh, Dan and I, for many, many years, a good friend and great broadcaster named Colleen Callahan. And she would end every show, with, uh, she, she was an agribusiness um, person, she would end every broadcast by saying, I'll see you tomorrow, the Lord and weather willing. Yeah. I always thought that was super cool, because the weather could that keep you, cool. oh, and certainly the Lord might take you home. Yeah. And so um, I feel that way every day. But when it comes to time, I remember years ago, an artist saying, on Colorado, said, you'll know when you found what you're supposed to be doing because time stands still. Yeah, yeah. There is a, an amazing song that I discovered uh, at the end of last year. It was released about mid middle of last year by an artist uh, of the name Four Vance. And he has a song called Time Stands Still. And everything that Danny just said is literally what is encaptured mm-hmm. in that song. And it is, it is beautiful. I highly recommend... Uh, for how everyone to check it out. How do you spell out. his name? Uh, Foy, F-O-Y, Vance, V-A-N-C-E. Got it. Time Stands Still is the song. And it, it, it just, it really captures the essence of time and of life and the struggles that we go through. Mm-hmm. And I guess to the question, uh, what are you trying to be better at for myself? Um, I think it's just accepting everything for me. I, I, I think it's accepting myself for who I am and who I want to be and strive to be. I think it's accepting myself around others and, and trying to show my self to others i think it's the fact that um even though we don't want to be and we become almost afraid of it at times uh but to accept that time is always fleeting in a way and we just need to embrace the beauty of life that's in front of us i sit here and i know this is getting really deep but i sit here and i think gosh i'm very very fortunate and i'm very grateful I get to sit with you two, and that's pretty cool. And, you know, last last week I, I celebrated my one year here. And to think that, like, wow, I've already been at one year at a location that if you asked me, you know, just a couple weeks before a year ago, I would have not believed to.
It's crazy at how time works and at how our lives work within the midst of time. It's uh, it's really a beautiful thing. And so um, I, I think time stands still, yet time continues and time holds a fervor that is just elegant.